0: Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving
1: forward together with the
0: Decker team. What does the term deadly emotions mean?
1: Sounds scary.
0: Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Yetta Decker and Ken Decker, and we're excited to be with you on another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, and tools that we all need, we all deserve, you, I, everyone, to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible.
1: And yet I don't think that emotions are necessarily Bad, do you? Well. Although when you have emotions, I don't know what to do with them.
0: That's truth, right there. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're gonna learn in this episode is how unexpressed emotions, the ones that you shove down or the ones that bubble up is anger, both of those overly expressed or underexpressed emotions can actually cause you to get like super sick. Yeah. That's deadly. That's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And it is scary because we don't always even know what's happening to us.
1: Mm. And I recently went to Toronto on a business trip, and I drove down and drove back in the same day. Yep. So that's about 10 hours behind the wheel. And I was listening to a book. The book was by Dr. uh, I don't probably miss his name. uh, Gabor Mat, mate, matey? I don't know. It's French. M-A-T-E with the accent. Okay. Gabor. Gabor. Okay. So recently when you read the book,
0: what yeah. did you learn? Because there's got to be a reason you're telling us about oh, a book. Oh,
1: yes. Because it was rather depressing, actually. Because what he was doing was people that he was seeing that were, had terminal illnesses, he would research how their emotional state was, how they dealt with emotions, how their family dynamics were, and how that affected Mm -hmm. their disease.
0: And I'm almost afraid to ask, and yet I think I know the answer. He discovered that the suppressed emotions and the overly expressed emotions, probably even to a lesser degree, but sitting in the state of, unhealthy emotions or emotions that were literally eating them alive.
1: Yeah. And the the name of the book was When the Body Says No.
0: When the Body Says No. If you haven't read it or listened to it, you might want to go get it if you struggle at all with your anger or your emotions getting the better of you. Mm. When When they take off with you and you didn't plan on it, that kind.
1: Yeah, and also the other thing was, uh, people suppressed their feelings to serve when they weren't healthy. They kept giving, kept serving. If someone demanded that they they served them, demanded
0: even, or even requested.
1: Yeah, and right through their illness, right to their last days, they were serving if they were able to, physically at all.
0: Right. So, and you're talking potentially cancer and other terminal illnesses. Yes. What more did you learn from the book that can actually make a difference for us as we're listening and sh- with what you share? What was the why are we recording this show
1: about deadly emotions? Yeah. Well, they were, he was studying things like diabetes, cancer, heart disease, uh, liver disease, all kinds of things. And what he found was even if they had the gene, that, that said, you're predisposed to this disease. Mm-hmm. Many people didn't get it. And so he wondered why, why would some get it who weren't dis- so dis- I wouldn't remember. predisposed? That's the word. Predisposed. predisposed. If they were predisposed to it, they didn't get it. And other people did, or people that were predisposed did get it. And so we tried to see, well, what's the difference? What's the difference maker? And in case after case after case, the science started to show that suppressed emotions, suppressed things of uh, maybe it was hurts or abuse or things like that, that people shoved down, that expedited their illnesses.
0: And in some cases, it sounds like what you're saying created their illness. Could That's like a hard thing to,
1: to hear. It is. And especially as a man, women, I mean, women uh, get the bad rap of having more emotions. Uh, and maybe they can express them better in some cases. Men usually say, well, I've only got one emotion. It's like happy or angry. That's two. Well, I guess so. One bad emotion, one good emotion.
0: (laughs) Right, one of each, one in each camp. Yeah. And I wouldn't say all men, and it certainly is a stereotype that exists, right? Men tend to have a harder time expressing what's going on for them Mm -hmm. from an emotional perspective. And yet there are a lot of women that also suppress emotion. So the bottom line from the book, I want you to go a little bit deeper into what can we do about it? Like, okay, it's all great that we recognize that. Well, it's not great. It's kind of lousy. <laughs> except it's helpful to know that as I potentially repress or suppress any emotion that isn't healthy, that mm-hmm. doesn't serve me, I'm going to get, I'm sick. setting up the opportunity to get sick. Even colds and flus and the less... Um, evasive illnesses, mm-hmm. I find when I've been living in a state of man, maybe not happy-go-lucky, but where life is easier, I don't tend to get as physically ill. Whereas when, when I'm sadder...
1: Yeah, and when, I, you're, when you're happy, I don't get ill either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so what did he say we can do about it?
1: Well, I think it's kind of obvious. Do the opposite. Mm. find an avenue to express your emotions right find a safe place a okay safe but wait, venting
0: all the time can't be good either
1: well it's not about venting
0: well it sounds like you just said find a place to express your emotions that sounds yes. like venting to me does it yeah
1: <laughs> well i guess it's how you're expressing your emotions okay Right, getting in touch with them, recognizing them—they're there. Don't suppress them, and as well as um, you know, that anger. Don't. Sometimes you got to suppress anger, right? It's not appropriate to to express it, but maybe there's a way of replacing it through things like meditation or or um, through prayer, through through going for walks, from de-stressing. And like I said, share your emotional things from your childhood even. if They're stuck in your head. Right, Get them out. Yeah.
0: Just not in an explosive way, necessarily. Yeah. Hopefully not.
1: Yeah, like you went, where did you go a oh, couple of years ago?
0: That's another story for another day. However... <laughs> we'll share a little teeny piece of it did go to a healing retreat for basically a week where it was two counselors in yetta that was a little on the intense side and i don't it recommend- sure was for
1: those counselors that two yeah, I mean, to handle yetta
0: i bet it was and yet what it did is allowed me to see them explore them and not get attached to them Deal with it and then move, I wouldn't say past them, but move through them. And it's been a much easier journey since then, actually.
1: It has, hasn't it? For both of us. (laughs) For
0: both of us, all right. (laughs) So she said nothing with her voice and everything with her care, with her glance, with her ability to help another. She didn't say a word, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What negative emotions might be slowly killing you?
0: Hmm. We've created for you over 423 episodes of Life's Inside Track, where we share how to make house home, way beyond just selling and buying real estate. And yet we also share with you the insider tips so that you can make the most out of the market. And according to Dr. Don Culbert in his yes. book, what did he say?
1: Well, what was his book called? Deadly, Deadly Emotions.
0: Emotions. <laughs> Ooh, I think we both read it. I almost said that with joy. And the reason there was some joy is because I learned a lot from that book. That was probably 15 or more years ago when I first read it.
1: Should I come clean on this book?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that's a good thing.
1: I read it because I thought it would help me to stop you from having emotions. (laughs) That's not what the book's about, though.
0: Oh, so in this episode, (laughs) I I didn't know that he wasn't going to. I didn't know that either. It
1: just came clean. Came came out.
0: We're going to in this episode. What you're going to learn are the four common negative emotions. There are many that are really positive, and I meant to keep having them.
1: I guess they're not deadly. The positive ones:
0: That's right. the so negative deadly. ones. It's just the negative ones. So the first one is depression. And depression I know, the look on Ken's face, if you're listening instead of watching, that was enough to cause me to pause and stop. Depression is so dehabilitating because it takes you literally out of the game of life. and it and I've experienced it enough, I don't live in that state most of the time and yet i've certainly experienced it and had it in my life a lot over the the Mm. lifetime of my existence i
1: experienced depression actually and uh, you know as a man and the man of the house and the strong you know and it was tough because for probably close to about a year right after my dad passed away i struggled with depression Mm -hmm. and it just felt lethargic, like i go to work, i do my thing, i come home. It was just like, ugh.
0: It was. It's often related to a fear or an anxiety about the future. And that was certainly what was connected to you when your dad passed away. I mean, it got so bad at one point that I almost drove you to the psych ward. Like, <laughs> I was close, right? Do you remember that day?
1: Oh, I remember we were having a little fight.
0: He did and fellowship? You,
1: yeah, a little fight. Mm. And you were not so, uh, what would be the word? Gracious. Empathetic. Right.
0: Gracious or empathetic. So mm-hmm. depression connected too often, the fear, anxiety, the future, future events that seem to be real, which may or may not actually materialize, Right, is one of the four.
1: Yeah, and depression is one of those ones that can kind of put its hooks in you, the spirit of depression, and it can... Hold on for a really long time. And there's certain things you can do to help Mm -hmm. get out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that sometimes people use, unfortunately, is alcohol. Right. And alcohol actually is a depressant. So once you come off of your alcohol, you're more depressed than you were when you started.
0: Right. This is really a happy show, isn't it? (laughs) So so one of the four is depression. The second one is anger. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you share anything about oh, that Oh, I got a good
1: experience with anger, because that's the best way to express your, your emotions. And what I found... Okay, that
0: was tongue-in-cheek. He <laughs> fully gets, it's not. And yet it has been, if we could choose one for you. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's his favorite. It's like his when you
1: watch, what's that? Outside in? in inside, inside out. out outside, inside out. Inside out, where anger blows his top and there's flames coming out of his head. He's my favorite character.
0: I bet he is. You know who my favorite character is? Yeah, I
1: know. Joy. I know. She's so sweet. And so what I learned was anger, my anger, generally came from unmet expectations, whether those expectations were voiced or not. Yeah. That's the tricky part.
0: Yeah. So you want to watch for that one. So there's a lot you can do about that one. Shift your expectations and you really shift a lot of your anger
1: so don't have expectations
0: well yeah and yet having anticipation for something and having something that you're looking forward to that can be really good too as long as you Mm. don't have at least that's what i've learned not to have attachment to the anticipation or expectation
1: okay so i've been in anger mode long enough what's the next one hostility oh isn't that like anger and well, not it's,
0: it's often it could be connected to revenge, oh. a hostility, a revenge. When, when you feel kind of negative towards someone, that is a little different than potentially anger expressed.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's a
0: hostile. Have you ever heard somebody be hostile or when we even think about a hostile takeover? It's kind of like your emotions are hostily taken
1: over. Oh, Okay. And then bitterness. Mm-hmm. Bitterness is that root that takes effect from unforgiveness. Yeah,
0: lack yeah. of forgiveness will take you out every single time. Mm-hmm. And if you know what the negatives are, you recognize that there's a body, mind, and soul connection between all of these. That's They're, what he
1: was talking about in right? his book. Yeah, everything's connected to the body because the body at a cellular level reacts to your emotions. Mm-hmm. I read a quote the other day. Yeah? Don't look at the page. It's not on there.
0: Okay, because I'm
1: going... (laughs) Mm. It was a good boat. It uh, It was about the water outside. It was a good quote about a boat. The water outside of the boat is not what sinks a boat. What sinks a boat? Is the water inside the boat. Right. So when tears come out of us, it's the body's way of making sure there isn't too much water in us to sink us.
0: Okay, that's uh, did that make sense to you? <laughs> I'm not sure it made sense to me. Can you unpack that one, please? Well,
1: I think tears are allowing emotion to come out. Tears can be healing, whether it's uh grief or or sadness or whatever. Sometimes tears need to come out they're they're refreshing tears
0: right, and that is something you've learned right
1: mm-hmm. That
0: emotion, a sad cry that can actually be a healing, refreshing thing, Mm -hmm. not a explosive, hostile, anger, depression, resentment,
1: bitterness kind of thing. Yeah. And we had uh, uh, someone that we know that actually uh, came down with cancer. Mm -hmm. She blamed it on her bad marriage, on the relationship, and all that kind of stuff, the anger and the hostility that was there. and. Speaking of hostility, she would do things like...
0: Okay, don't give a... This is mean.
1: Well, she would, like, make half the bed or turn all of his laundry inside out. <laughs> that would be painstaking, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. To put everything inside mm-hmm. out. So, stuff like that. That's what I talk about hostility, right? Right. That can be damaging. So, what happened? Well, they divorced. And she's healthy again.
0: So, I mean, emotions are an interesting thing because they're both celebrated and avoided, um, embraced and ignored. We can do so much good with our emotions and we can do so much damage with our Mm. emotions if we let them run away with us. So if you're feeling any sense of the four emotions we talked about hostility, bitterness, anger, and resentment. I think I got them all. Depression. There you go. Depression's a biggie. If you're feeling any of those, um I'm just encourage you to get the support that you need so that mm-hmm. you're able to get through them because they of themselves are not a big problem unless they run away with you.
1: Yeah. So get they're running profession. away with
0: you, get some professional
1: help. Can I really save myself from harmful emotions? <laughs>
0: We have enjoyed for over 30 years helping people, helping people not only buying and selling real estate, helping people thrive in their finances, building wealth, making great real estate decisions, even building their faith, even helping people strengthen, heal, and flourish in their relationships and today in their emotions. (laughs) 30 years of helping people thrive at home, at work. Yeah.
1: So there are, mm. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. there mm-hmm. are simple, easy steps anyone can take to help rid yourself of some of the emotions. I'm not saying everything, it's not like rosy, maybe I put rose colored glasses on then it'll be all good, but there are ways to help relieve negative emotions that might take you down down in a spiral.
0: Yeah, which we've had enough of episodes where we talked about the deadliness of emotions. So in this one, we're going to learn about a few things, a few ways of shifting those emotions so they don't take you down that spiral. Yeah,
1: and many emotions are life-giving. Uh-huh, I like those ones the best. Yeah, so some of the ways that are proven to improve your emotions. One of them is energetically. I love this one. We do this sometimes before we're actually going to go on air or record a show. If we're not quite feeling the, the vibe, the, juice, the juices aren't flowing, we'll do the, if, if you, you act, act enthusiastic, enthusiastic, you'll be enthusiastic. enthusiastic. If you act enthusiastic, you'll be enthusiastic and just keep going. Until <laughs> we actually shift our energetic
0: state. Because emotions, our brain doesn't actually know the contrast between excitement and kind of a fear that sits inside of us, right? The, the chemical reaction in our brain can be very, very similar. Mm. And so shifting it is a game changer. Why are you laughing?
1: I'm not laughing.
0: I'm smiling. Oh, right. Because the next one, and if you were listening and not watching... <laughs> There was a pause, it was a little (laughs) long, and I apologize on behalf of Ken and I. So the reason he was smiling was because one of the things you can do, which I've had a lot of experience with, is learning to smile. And simply changing the facial muscles from a frown, because I don't have a naturally smiley Face it would be naturally probably more sad looking, and so I put a lot of energy into changing it into a smile. And as I've done that, it actually changed my emotional state.
1: That's true.
0: I know. So what else would you like to share? You oh, can't just I smile. Can't
1: smile at you. No, not all because oh, you have
0: your part to do as well. Okay.
1: So another great way is to express your emotions to. Someone who's safe, caring, and listening, and non-judgmental. So you know who my safe space was when I was a kid? Me. Oh, no, no, I wasn't
0: there yet. No, no, when I was a kid. Your nanny or your dog?
1: My dog. Your dog. Yep. Mm -hmm. He would listen to all my problems, never judge, and always be my friend.
0: Which is perfect. So have a good listening person that's not going to sit in judgment And I also find it can be really, really helpful to write, write, journal, write things out. Now, if you're going to write the negative ones, because I used to do that, I found that kind of lost its value because it would just increase the negative emotion.
1: I noticed that.
0: Mm -hmm. Unless I took it and then burned it or like got rid of it, or I rewrote the alternative story I could be sharing.
1: Mm. So sometimes your emotions are based on the story you're telling yourself.
0: Yeah. Changing the story has been a significant help in shifting my mm. emotions for sure. I don't know if you've ever found yourself get caught up in something that you actually are kind of certain is true. We have a tendency to think our perspective is the truth. You ever done that? I've done it way too often. And mm. in reality, if there's a story or an experience, if you had two people or three people or four people share the experience, you might not even recognize it as the same experience. And that's because everybody adopts it to their own perspective. And so that can really get in our way. So hearing the perspective from someone else or even challenging myself to write the experience with a different vantage point.
1: Mm. And forgiving every person possible, including yourself.
0: Including yourself. That will shift your emotions. Absolutely. And doing something loving for someone else. Maybe somebody less fortunate or maybe doing something loving even for yourself. Just being loving in nature because as you act loving, it actually shifts your emotions.
1: Yes. And... This is one of my favorite, praying, meditating, just going into a quiet state and really thinking about God, thinking about how blessed I am. That can shift my emotions very rapidly.
0: Gratitude Mm. is an incredible thankfulness, just a spirit of appreciation.
1: Yeah, no, this, this next one I love. I know
0: I've been really delaying
1: this and thinking we could. You can be bring quick it. You can, you can do it, Yet We
0: don't have to go down this road. So
1: Well, you went down a road.
0: So what is it? And things? a path
1: and a farmer's field and,
0: and, a, gravel and pit. a gravel pit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So tell us yeah. story. It's a, and great a golf one. course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. So one thing you can do to shift your emotions is go for a walk. You can simply walk it off. Walk it off. Now, I don't necessarily recommend this kind of walk. I was not going to tell you about it. I had no (laughs) intention. And Ken has set the bait because it would be really rude of me not to complete at least a small version of this story. So when we say walk it off, walk off the emotions that aren't working for you, this particular time, it was seven and a half hours. Yeah. Seven and a half hour walk, which I eventually walked it off. Yeah. I did. Right? I walked it off. I had four people stop and see if they could support me or help me or drive me home. And I said, thank you. No.
1: I had four people call me and say, do you know Yetta's walking down the highway? (laughs) You
0: did it that. And you'll know what Ken was doing. He was golfing. Yeah. Anyway, that might've been part of the problem. You, yeah. Anyway, so walking it off can be really helpful, whether it's extreme emotions or you're just feeling a little off, getting out in nature, feeling the breeze in your hair, just touching the ground, being in in the great outdoors.
1: Take your shoes off if it's warm mm-hmm. and put your feet in the grass or on the dirt. It grounds you, pulls the the electricity out of your body.
0: Yeah. And another thing you can do is what, Ken? I know this is something we sometimes write a list of twenty or fifty or a hundred things that yeah. we're
1: tolerating. So if there's things that are tall to- you're tolerating that maybe are getting you mm. down because time after time you see that thing that's broken or that thing that's not clean or that thing that's not working or fix them. Fix them, get rid of them. Do something that will actually make some people clean.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. We noticed we kept that to last (laughs) because we're not so excited about that one ourselves. And yet for some folks, that really is a game changer. And one of my favorites is having a truthful, deep and long conversation to clear the air, to freshen things up. It is an incredible game changer. Yeah,
1: that's what Tom Gates said. Tom Gates did this quote. It's a lot easier to be angry at someone than it is to tell them you're hurt.
0: hmm And we're honored to be your advocates in life exponential and real estate. Move forward with the decker team. Move forward together with the decker team.